No other book has so profoundly impacted so many lives as the Bible. Welcome back to Simply the Bible, the Through the Bible teaching program of Pastor Daryl Zachman of Calvary Chapel, Treasure Valley. Today, we see Moses warning Israel that if they stubbornly disobey God, then he will bring horrendous curses upon them until they are set into captivity and destroyed. We hope you join us as Pastor Daryl continues in Deuteronomy chapter 28 on Simply the Bible. Today we continue with a passage of scripture that is quite honestly difficult for me to teach. I like talking about the wonderful benefits of grace that come to those who trust in the Lord. But in Deuteronomy 28, Moses tells the children of Israel all the horrendous curses that would come upon them if they stubbornly refused to obey the Lord and instead served other gods. It is a sobering lesson on the high cost of disobedience. Now, earlier in the chapter, Moses spoke of the amazing blessings that would come upon them if they obeyed the Lord. Now Moses continues with the curses that would occur if they disobeyed him. This reminds me of when I was a counselor and later a camp director at our youth camp. I found that on the opening day, you know, it was my job to set forth all of the rules for the camp and orient everybody, all of the campers, you know, and I would find that if I would lay down the law, as it were, up front, not only telling them what the rules were, but also what the consequences would be if they violated those rules, then things went a lot smoother throughout the rest of the week. I think that this was pretty much what Moses had in mind as he laid out all of the curses that would come upon them if they disobeyed God. We pick it up in Deuteronomy chapter 28, verse 30. You shall betroth a wife, but another man shall lie with her. You shall build a house, but you shall not dwell in it. You shall plant a vineyard, but shall not gather its grapes. Earlier, we saw that if a man was a newlywed, had just built a house, or just planted a vineyard, then he was exempt from military service. Not only that, but if he just got married, then he was not to go to war for one full year. This gave him time to make his wife happy and to start a family. But if the children of Israel disobeyed God, then everyone would be drafted into military service. It would be like all hands on deck because the need would be so great. Then they would be killed in war so that another would take their wife, their house, and their vineyard. Verse 31. Your ox shall be slaughtered before your eyes, but you shall not eat of it. Your donkey shall be violently taken away from before you and shall not be restored to you. Your sheep shall be given to your enemies and you shall have no one to rescue them. During the period of the judges, something like this occurred. Whenever the Israelites would sow any seed, the Midianites and Amalekites would come up as numerous as locusts with their livestock and tents. And then they would destroy all the crops of Israel and leave no sustenance for their oxen, sheep, or donkeys. Thus, they impoverished the children of Israel. 
At the time, Gideon threshed wheat in the wine press rather than on the threshing floor on top of the hill just to hide it from the Midianites. Verse 32, Your sons and your daughters shall be given to another people, and your eyes shall look and fail with longing for them all day long, and there shall be no strength in your hand. About 900 years later, King Nebuchadnezzar of Babylon attacked Jerusalem and took captive some of the children of Israel, the king's descendants and the nobles, including Daniel and his three friends, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Later, during the reign of Judah's last king, King Zedekiah, he watched while his sons were slain before him, and then his eyes were put out. After this, the rest of the people of Jerusalem were deported to Babylon. It was just as Moses had said. Verse 33, A nation whom you have not known shall eat the fruit of your land and the produce of your labor, and you shall be only oppressed and crushed continually. The Israelites had come out of Egyptian bondage, but they knew nothing of the Assyrians and the Babylonians who would take captive the northern and southern kingdoms of Israel. While Israel would conquer Canaan and live in houses that they didn't build and farm vineyards that they didn't grow, the tables would be turned and their enemies would come and do the same thing to them. Verse 34. So you shall be driven mad because of the sight which your eyes see. Watching their enemies take their livestock, homes, vineyards, and children would drive them to insanity. Verse 35. The Lord will strike you in the knees and on the legs with severe boils which cannot be healed, and from the sole of your foot to the top of your head. This reminds me of when Satan was given permission by God to strike Job with painful boils from the bottom of his feet to the top of his head. Now, Job had done nothing wrong. God was permitting his faith to be tested, but here the boils would be punitive against Israel because of their disobedience. The Lord will bring you and the king whom you set over you to a nation which neither you nor your fathers have known, and there you shall serve other gods, wood and stone. And you shall become an astonishment, a proverb and a byword among all the nations where the Lord will drive you. God intended Israel to be a theocracy rather than a monarchy. But Moses foresaw the time when they would want to be like every other nation and have a king whom they set over themselves rather than the Lord being their king. In the future, because the children of Israel turned away from God and worshipped idols, he sent prophets to warn them. When they refused to heed the prophets and repent, then the Lord allowed the Assyrians to take the northern kingdom of Israel captive in 722 B.C. I prefer before Christ rather than before Common Era, which is now popular. Then the Babylonians took the southern kingdom captive from 607 to 586 B.C. 
they would not turn from worshiping other gods. So God gave them over to serve the gods of wood and stone that they worship. They didn't want to serve the living God. So God would give them over to these lifeless idols to serve them. The Jews would become a byword in all the nations to which God would drive them. Now, history has shown that wherever the Jews have gone, they have been victims of anti-Semitism, from Assyrians and Babylonians to Nazis and Muslims. Verse 38, You shall carry much seed out to the field, but gather little in. For the locusts shall consume it. You shall plant vineyards and tend them, but you shall neither drink of the wine nor gather the grapes, for the worms shall eat them. You shall have olive trees throughout all your territory, but you shall not anoint yourself with the oil, for your olives shall drop off. You shall beget sons and daughters, but they shall not be yours, for they shall go into captivity. Locusts shall consume all your trees and the produce of your land. Earlier in the chapter, God said that if they kept his commandments, then their produce would be blessed and their flocks and herds would increase. God would command such blessing that their storehouses would be full. But if they disobeyed the Lord, then the ground would be cursed. They would carry out much seed but bring in a little harvest. God would send locusts to consume their grain and worms to consume their grapes. Their olives would drop off the trees before they could harvest them. Even the fruit of the womb, their sons and daughters, would not belong to them, for they would go into captivity. How tragic! The alien who is among you shall rise higher and higher above you, and you shall come down lower and lower. He shall lend to you, but you shall not lend to him. He shall be the head, and you shall be the tail. I have often wondered about foreigners who come into our country buying up our real estate and businesses and our government that borrows trillions of dollars from foreign countries. This is a sign of weakness, not of strength. The Bible says that the borrower is servant to the lender. For Israel, this would be a sign of cursing rather than blessing. Verse 45. Moreover, all these curses shall come upon you and pursue and overtake you until you are destroyed, because you did not obey the voice of the Lord your God to keep his commandments and his statutes, which he commanded you. And they shall be upon you for a sign and a wonder and on your descendants forever. Whereas if they were obedient to the Lord, blessings would pursue and overtake them. Now curses would pursue and overtake them until they were destroyed. This didn't mean that they would be completely wiped out, for God would never totally forsake Israel for the sake of the patriarchs. But they would be chastened and driven from the land so that they would be scattered throughout the world. They would be a sign and a wonder to the world. God delivered them from Egypt, gave them his law, brought them into the promised land, and then drove them out because of their disobedience. Yet wherever the Jews have gone, they have survived. They were without a homeland for 1,900 years, and yet they continued to exist as a people. 
Now Israel has been a nation again for 70 years, and still they are a sign and wonder to the world. How does this tiny nation survive in a sea of Arab hostility? God's hand is on his chosen people. Sometimes it is the hand of chastening, and sometimes it is the hand of blessing. But no one can dispute the fact that they are a special people chosen by God and assigned to the world that God is alive and carrying out his plan for Israel and the nations. Let me ask you a question. As Moses was sharing his last words with the children of Israel before he died, do you think he loved or hated them? Why do you suppose he told them all these terrible things that would happen to them if they disobeyed God? We will see when we get to chapter 30 that the reason for his stern warning was that they would choose life rather than death. The same choice is before us today. God gives us life or death. We choose life by listening to his words and trusting in him. We choose life by believing in Jesus Christ to save us from our sins. He is the way, the truth, and the life. We choose death by rejecting his words and rejecting him. We can have life or death, blessings or curses. The choice is ours. As with Israel, God may show us the bad things that will happen to us if we don't trust and obey him. But the scripture says that he is not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. My prayer is that we would all choose life and receive God's greatest blessings, that we would glorify God and enjoy him forever. You've been listening to Simply the Bible, the Through the Bible teaching program of Pastor Daryl Zachman of Calvary Chapel, Treasure Valley. For more information about our church, please visit our website at calvarytv.org. To listen to previous episodes, go to 941thevoice.com or check out our iTunes podcast. Tomorrow, we will continue this description of the terrible things that would come upon the children of Israel if they refuse to obey God. We hope you'll join us as we continue through the book of Deuteronomy on Simply the Bible. Simply the Bible